When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The captain yesterday up, wanted to sell it to a listener. I told him, I think we well, that's violating some rules. Somewhere. Yeah, you can't sell it to a listener. Look, uh, Ireland, I don't know if you know this, but uh, Kaplan has joined uh, uh, my yeah, fantasy heard. baseball league. I heard. Hey, and all, now all I know he does is, is bitch about it. It's just complaints, <laughs> nonstop complaints. Cap, I heard you were going to hire a manager. Well, so here's the thing. I, I said I wanted to hire a manager. I took in a lot of. Hire um, Lindsay. She knows baseball. Yeah, but she doesn't want to play in this league. Yeah, she I, flamed out of this league. Yes. Oh, gotcha. gotcha. So, okay. I, so I was going to hire a manager. I took in several very impressive resumes uh, in the Sedano and Cap community on Twitter, just by the way. And um, my son was very offended. He said, I'm the guy who did all the drafting while you sat on a boat. So I'm the manager. And I said, okay. But then... At 6.22 this morning, when the email started flying, I was like, I got to get a hold of Mace and, and learn how to play in this game. Because I don't even know what the game is. But, Mace, I think you'll agree. I waited until you woke up. I, I didn't text you until 9.07. <laughs> yeah. He texted me and said, are you awake? I need help. Uh, and so, wait a minute, Mason, aren't you competing against him in the league? I am, but I, I need to, they need to understand. So I'm texting all morning long with Scott's son, Justin, who is apparently <laughs> running the league. So me and Justin are texting back and forth about who he should, I actually told him who he should take. Just okay. take these guys, take Madison Bumgarner. Yeah, Madison he said. Bumgarner's uh, like 50. Yeah, no, I don't think that's who you said he should take. I think that's who he said he did take. He did take, you're right. Yeah. Well, yeah. you're not. <laughs> you guys heard the great. By the way, oh that God. was incredible, oh, Dave Roberts. It. And the fact uh, that you have now been shunned by both Dave Roberts and Sean McVay is fantastic. No, by the not way, really. Sudano, let me, I got to get out of here, so let me get your opinion on something. Mm-hmm. I think it's quite possible that Sliwa has spun off the planet, that uh. he has gone full Will Smith, uh. like, keep my name out your mouth. <laughs> Um, on all of us. Oh my God, I, after that. <laughs> I freaking died this afternoon. I, I, when I, heard you say I mean, okay, am I reading this wrong, or is he just? Does he need to see a psychiatrist? I think oh, he's boy. fed up, man. You know, he is fed up, yeah. and he he clearly seems most mad at you and Michael right now. Right, me, Mighty, not even Mike. He's not even coming at Mike. Yeah, I can't believe what you did to him, though. In fairness, John, I can't believe what you did to him. I can't believe that. You told he told you something in confidence, he told me and nothing. then you immediately came on the air and no, talked about it. No, he Sliwa, told Michael. Sliwa told and Michael. Michael told John, and, and Michael then Michael broke me. the confidence. Exactly. So really, it should be Michael. He's most mad at. Right. All right. So we'll do it, uh, Chris. As they say, twelve fifty p.m. As they by the say way on on Inside Edition, we'll do it live. We'll do it live. <laughs> by the way, John, I do have one quick thing for you before you go. Yes, sir. That's great. I saw that I Mike that. Trudell posted something on uh, Instagram on his story about how he likes to keep his room in his hotel at 67 degrees, but that Allie Clifton, who apparently is on this trip with you guys or has obviously has been on trips with you guys. Yeah, she's not on this one. Um, keeps it at 78. So I text her, I said, Clifton, what the hell? Like, who wants their room at 78 degrees? So what uh, – I wanted to talk about room temperature. Right. And, you, you know, you're mm, on the I'm road more like a lot. Trude- yeah, I'm, on, I'm more like Trudell. I, I keep it at 68. Yeah, me too. Well, I keep it at 69. Michael nice. Thompson, 78.
78? Oh, yeah. What does he think? He's still dude. in the Bahamas? Yeah. Yeah, he does. That's, he says it simulates the Bahamas. Mm-hmm. Do you have like one of those Nest thermostats at your me? house? Yes. I do. Yeah. I do too. Yeah. So me and Juan both have control over the Nest thermostat. On your phone? Co- on our phone. And we're constantly turning it up and turning it down on each other. Why don't well, you keep, you know you can put though. it in a range, right? He, you know he that, li- right? right, but he likes it <laughs> cold and I like it warm. So One. back we'll and forth all night long, I'll grab my phone, I'll turn yeah, it back. He on. wins, yeah. you should throw on a sweatshirt. You this is the same one that, yeah. that Dave Roberts said needs to check himself, is that right? Yes. Yeah. By that's the way, that's exactly another good drop out right. of that one. Should check himself. Totally. When when you ask Dave Roberts about is it okay for you, a grown man, fifty seven years old, to wear a jersey to a game, and you told him how Juan said it's not, and Dave Roberts came right out and said, Juan needs to check himself. Juan needs to check himself. Yeah, you go Juan. Yeah. All right, I'm off to the highlight game of the year, boys. No Westbrook, no LeBron, no AD. You know what that means. No so Arisa. me watching. No. So you, you're telling no me LeBron's, so LeBron's not going to put on a Golden State Warriors jersey then to play with Steph, <laughs> you know, like he was talking about? No, no Steph's happens. out too. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Shame. Yeah. Well, stay yeah. tuned. It sounds like a, a thriller. No, we'll yeah, keep we'll, going. We'll be, Mace, we'll be we'll all glued. Going. Yeah, glued I'm leaving. You no, guys I, keep I'm, going. Yeah, bye, John. Bye. Yeah. See, See you tomorrow at Clearman's Galley in, is, in uh, San Gabriel. Is oh. Bergman there? Yeah, Bergman's Yeah, here. I'm right here. Bergman, yes. what is this video of you drinking a Sprite can a and Sprite. you and Travis Rogers? So What's happening? I challenge Travis to a beer chugging contest tomorrow. Ooh, oh, that's, that's a awesome. bad idea. So that is that is it's the undercard for the Travis and Sliwa. Yeah, but sorry, the from the LAFC game, his throat action is amazing. Right. Yeah. So that's why I wanted to show the vi- <laughs> that's, why, that's why I wanted to show the video. It's very difficult to drink a Sprite like that. I, I know it's, out of, it's a can that yeah. is true. That, that is, is true. very carbonated, and I did all of that in like nine seconds. You so, drink an entire Sprite in nine seconds. Yeah, go Not watch an it. Entire Sprite. Yeah, I'm watching. No, it was the whole thing. The whole thing. Can there's a little bit. There's about two ounces that come out. Not two ounces. It's like a drop. It's like two drops. Will get you through a week sometimes. I, mean, uh, I want twenty thousand mythical dollars that on Travis. Twenty thousand, twenty thousand that Travis beats Grant. You guys are just. Well, I don't have any money. Dollars, I'm telling I would you, take that bet. Yeah, me that, too. I, I'm going to go with Bergman here. Oh, thank, oh, you. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Oh yeah, and Bergman, I'm watching the video. It's not two ounces. He's, no, it's not two ounces. How many more, George? It's more like than a drop. Two? No, more it's than, like three drops. Like three six ounces, maybe. No. I don't know. No, I finished an entire sprite in nine seconds. No, no, that was uh, that's impressive. I couldn't do that, but I think Travis would 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 in the time that you drank that one sprite, he would drink two. <laughs> Maybe, but I I, you're taking away a lot of carbonation when you go to a beer. So when, if we're doing that, and with a cup that doesn't have this teeny tiny opening like a sprite can does, it changes everything. I can be, I can get even. Drink more at that point. So Travis and I are going to be on the, very similar. I think we can both do it. It's going to be close. Whenever, think, whenever it comes to win. food, whenever it comes to food and drinks, I always bet on Travis. Yeah, yeah me but too. I don't think He's we like should a judge human the book by the cover here. I don't think we should do that. I think that we're we're underestimating Bergman's confidence. I just, no, I'm but very I confident. That, I, but I just this is actually the, the sprite video. I actually am impressed by that. I think Bergman's got a fighting chance. Thank no, you. No, here's the thing, though. I think that we if. if if we undersell Bergman, then he has the big upset. You know what I'm saying? Like, I actually think that that's a better story. I, I think so, too. David it's Goliath. Like Tiger Woods. David beat Goliath. I'm going to beat Travis. Right. There you go. And, you know. Why are you I trying mean, to you're... take the sports angle? Just Laura, you hear Laura in the background? No, you Laura. won't. Yeah, yeah. You won't. That was <laughs> Laura, Laura goes won't. against me in every opportunity. She does. Me too. Me too. Bergie, me too, Bergie. I mean, this me dates too. back This dates back to the pandemic when we were doing a show without any sports. <laughs> I mean, this goes way back. As we know, the show never stops, Mace, right? The show never stops. But you know what does stop? I stop driving the ship and George takes over.
Oh, I do? All right, yeah. go ahead. Do the yeah, open for our show. This is the crossover. Uh, yeah, yeah. But ladies and gentlemen, so you're leaving this? What do you have no, to do? No, no, I'm here. I just oh, want here. George just... to start steering. Okay, okay. Well, I drive. KSPN, yeah. Los Angeles, KRBC, Pasadena, Los Angeles. It is time. Scott Kaplan. Yes. And me, live from the Black Gold Golf Course in your Belinda. George Sedano, producer Lindsay, producer Laura. Let's get it going for a Thursday afternoon. Sedano and Cap is right now. Why Watch this are you live at Black Gold? We had a partner event with a bunch of our great partners here oh, today. Okay. We had to press the flesh and dazzle them. Just watch this live. Watch this live, Chris. Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> ding, ding, ding. I have to videotape this. Hold on. Bing, bada, bing. Yeah, this is what Kaplan does now, Mace. He does this. This is like one of the highlights of the show is when he when he mumbles through a song. Yeah, yeah. You know, he's actually scatting. Yeah, I let him do it for like at least a good 10 or 15 Like a jazz seconds. artist. Yeah, yeah. That was amazing to watch. Yeah. The hip gyration was impressive, too. Well, can yeah. only imagine. Now, Kaplan, I saw that you had a little uh, tequila mandala there. The bottle's uh, in here uh, right now. Dude. So I met the people from Tequila Mandala, and they told me. George, that the extra añejo. Yeah, that's which, the which bottle you, you had in your hand. Yeah, you've been bragging about this bottle. Yeah. Now I've tasted it, just a yeah. little sip, a little bit. Yeah. But the bottle itself is like a piece of freaking art mm, over here. It is. You know what I'm it's saying? Beautiful. Yeah. Gorgeous. Beautiful. Yeah. So I'm trying to decide. I think I'm just going to take this home and like break it out for special occasions. Yeah, that's the move. Mm, very nice. I mean, very, you can afford nice. more than special occasions, but yeah, sure. But that's the move. All right. It is a beautiful bottle. Who do you uh, like in this trial tomorrow? In this trial? <laughs> who do you like in this trial? I mean, trial? so who this is going to be the judge? Is it Judge Yates? Yeah, yeah Judge Yates. The Honorable presiding? Clinton Yates. The Honorable. Hey, the Honorable listen, Clinton can, Yates. Can someone Sorry, bring Clinton Yates one of the ESPN 710 robes yeah, I got it. from oh, Christmas? I got robe. you. I got you. Yeah, I'm going to bring yeah. one. You're going to oh, bring one of the robes? Yeah, that's the robe you should wear. Oh, I like that. I never got one of those robes. You want a robe? I sent you a robe. I didn't get it. Exactly. Exactly. I know it. Exactly yeah, yeah. right. Precisely. Yeah, and and uh, Laura knows what I'm saying. Like, if you let Ireland talk, he'll talk his way out of it. He will sway Clinton, I believe. You know, I think Sliwa is sort of a sentimental favorite in this whole thing. I'm part of the jury, so I can't, I'm, I'm impartial. Oh, right? I see. Look at the I evidence see. and make a decision based on the evidence. I, I got through voir dire. They did voir What is that word? Well, well that's got to be cut up immediately. <laughs> voir dire? What is that? It's where they screen the jury, and they, they ask them questions to see if they're able to be impartial or not. Do you have any conflicts, that kind of stuff? Mm-hmm. So they ask you questions, and you pass through voir dire so that you're allowed to be on the jury. Mm-hmm. So I cleared voir dire along with it's me, Bergman. Who else is on the jury? Well, it's going to be there. I know Amanda and Chris are going to be there. Right. on the jury. Boss Can Amanda, I be on the jury? Yeah. Chris Morales. <laughs> Are people here going to be like? Is Jorge going to be here on the board? Jorge gets yeah. Jorge should be part of the jury. Well, we need a jury with like you know people of different backgrounds, right? Different ethnicities. We got to make sure we have we rep we have a representative jury that represents Southern California. Yeah, like the OJ trial. I I would just like to point out the jury will have a gay. There you go. Okay, you never you never know. It may have another. You never know. You don't you know. know. You do not know you for sure. You never know. You don't people know. that you know never just know. play both sides. You, don't you never know. know. You're not sure. Exactly. Hey, George, I don't know if you noticed this or not, but Mace went through the list. You know, he said you got Clinton Yates as the judge, and yeah. everybody's going to be on the jury, and then, of course, yeah. there's the plaintiff and the defendant and so on. Yeah. You notice who's not involved in this tomorrow? Hmm. Now, here's Me? my question. I, I just have a question. I'm traveling tomorrow. Oh. 
That's the answer. He's a big yeah. star. That's By the way, Cap, Cap, you're welcome to participate. We just didn't think you were going to be there or be, be part of it. I feel like, you know, I didn't know Sadat right. was traveling tomorrow. And, and the so, Honorable Clinton Yates is entering hey. the courtroom. Please. Oh, very nice. All rise. Thank you very much. I just want to let you guys know that I'm very, very appreciative of you guys being a part of the proceedings. Thank you for the gavel bang. But I do have some questions about how we're going to adjudicate this matter. Okay. As the judge, it is not only my decision, but I also feel like since this is technically a battle between two other shows, anybody who's not a witness but on this show, Sedano and Cap, should be part of the jury proceedings on some level in addition to Morales and Amanda, am I making sense to you all? You are making a lot of sense. Okay, so you're so saying this will happen, hold on, so this, hold on, on hold on. So this will happen at what time? Twelve fifty p.m. Be sure to tune in or be there. At okay, so twelve fifty p.m. Now, if I don't have a delay on my flight, I should at least be landing shortly before that, so I could do it on the phone if necessary. That could be. If you needed to though, be a witness, you could be dialed in. This is very sort of court TV old style. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, to, to, uh, okay. there's, no, there's no, somebody, nothing that prohibits the afternoon guys from being part of this. This is what I'm saying. But if they are witnesses, they should probably not be a part of the jury panel. Morales, what are your thoughts I'm on so this? Because I, feel like... I thought we were just doing a bit where they <laughs> scream at each other for five minutes and that's it. But No, no, this is turned no, into no, something much bigger. This is serious, yeah. man. This has turned into something okay. much bigger. Yeah. Well, what, what, yeah, what is that? What, witnesses? Witnesses to what? Like, witnesses to the entire situation. People yeah, I was not. I was not. All I all well, we all I know. Have blood on our hands, by the way. The so. only thing that uh, the only thing I was I, I heard is that I heard Ireland talk about, it, and then I reached out to Michael, and then Michael told me the story. But you were, we did forty minutes nonstop the other day. Sonano, do you believe about. do you believe you were a witness to this incident? No, I didn't see what happened. I wasn't. So you're eligible for the jury. Right. I wasn't yeah, there the, exactly. on the Friday it happened. I wasn't at that game. Exactly. But there will be people that are called to the stand. That's all I wanted to say. And I yep. just want to make sure that everybody follows the court proceedings for the big ruling because it is going to be very fun. And yeah, I hope you guys have a good time. Clinton, show. are you aware earlier today when you called in and you said you weren't sure about the robe situation? I think the we've got that handled. Still, the vestments are still in question as to what we're going to rock. We're figuring that out as we speak. It's a beautiful day in California. The weather is going to affect things. So the full dashiki was in play, but if it's going to be this hot, it might be a tank top situation, boys. That's yeah, all yeah, but I'm just going to tell you, there is a 710 robe that is just yeah. ideal for judging, and Bergman it's is going to bring it for you. Let let us present that, and that will be fine for me. You know what I'm saying? That 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 works as well for the honorable court. No, I'm joking. If I see that and it works for me, I'm going to rock it. That's how Excellent. that works. Excellent. That yeah. should be. Right, I Norman. mean, we've built the hell out of this thing. I think it's going to be a gigantic party tomorrow at Clearman's Galley. Yeah, a lot of people really, talking, talking about really it out here today. So. Thank really, you, really Judge Yates. So. Right, See you tomorrow, Clinton. Yep, Thank anytime. you. Anytime. Can I also say this? Is Corporate Greg still in the room? Of yes, I am. So, you know, we all have remote setups. We've needed them during the pandemic to be able to broadcast from our houses, blah, 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 blah. Right, right. Today, Scott Kaplan shows up with this beautiful silver case. He goes, I got the real stuff, man. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. 
I thought he was about to pull something else. What's out, that? What is? Yeah, oh, oh, whoa, I know. Well, wait a second. I was shocked when he... you say it like that. I know. It felt like it was something from Colombia. What is the real stuff? <laughs> exactly. So he breaks out his his Comrex box, which is allows us to connect and sound in high quality. Yep. Then he breaks out two. RE20 microphones that are the classic wow, broadcast microphones. RE20. He's got stands for me. He's got, hey, man, did you bring cans? I've got cans for you. He's got real headphones. Cans. He's got Do better microphones than we have in our studios there at 710. He's got RE20s? RE20s. And he says he's got 20 black market ones that he can install. We, Corporate Gray, you and I might need to have a meeting with Kaplan and figure out what the price is. Black no, market RE mics? Did those fall off a truck somewhere? Is that what happened, Kaplan? Well, they fell, they fell off a San Diego truck. Yeah, they, they, there, were, there was this radio station one time that was that was floating along like the Titanic, and then it hit a big iceberg and it crashed and burned. And along the way, I went as and I collected every microphone that I could. I'm not joking. I have a box of these things. There must be twenty or thirty of them, for real. And I'm Bergman. You were talking earlier about what things cost on Craigslist. Right, right. Like I've thought about putting these things out there. Well, don't put them on Craigslist. Put them I on eBay. Just, You'll get more money. Just donate them to your radio I'm station. I'm happy to do it. Yeah, donate happy them to do. your station. Happy what to station do. crashed and burned? I forget because you've been at a, a whole bunch of stations over Well, this years. is going back three years ago to about this right about this time when 1090 went off the air. The 1090. I was actually on that station for you a year. You were with the, one of the founding members of that station. But now yeah. it's back, and it's all good. But that wasn't the point of the story. The point is he had a silver box, yeah. and he said this is the good stuff. And now we're broadcasting with the good stuff. We need more of the good stuff. Yeah. Uh, the only thing I screwed up, because I, I actually feel like I came off slightly impressive today, because I have no engineering skills of any kind, mm-hmm. but I was able to take this all apart, pack it in the box, bring it here, assemble it. The only thing I've screwed up is Chris's microphone. I mean, it's going in like 12 different directions. It's Otherwise, okay. I look I look like I knew what I was doing, don't nice. I? Yeah, and this one's got a dent in it, but that's okay. I can still get my, you know, my voice. I mean, through. that's fine. Yeah, yeah. You know. I used to have this, like, ego where I was like, I'm not setting up Although, the equipment. By the way. The, <laughs> I still have that. Yeah, and there's a, you know, your ego from the past yeah. has always been a topic with some people. So I'm sure. Know, yeah. But I would be like this. I'd be like, I'm not setting up the equipment. I don't do that. But now I'm like. Now you're like, Sedano, I set up the equipment. Remember, Rachel, yeah. guess what I did today? Right. I feel like proud oh, of myself. Oh, by the way, he asked me when he got here. He got here about 20 minutes before he needed to be here, so there was yeah. some time. And I was like, okay, here's what we need in our little, you know, room where we're, we're entertaining partners. He goes, hey, can we FaceTime Rachel real quick? <laughs> Really? No, we can't FaceTime Rachel. Why not? I'm working. Why would you want to FaceTime Rachel? Why did we want to FaceTime Rachel? Because now I feel like Rachel and Chris are like long-lost BFFs. It's ridiculous. You know? It's like they have this whole thing with Chris's father's a star in radio and Rachel's mom's a star in radio. Gosh, it's so hard growing up in the shadow of a star, you know? Are you trying to pawn her off onto Chris? Oh, wow. Wait a minute, you're trying to do a, Are you trying to do the old switcheroo? That's what it sounds like. <laughs> no. You're trying to do the old switcheroo? That's exactly what it sounds I'll like. I'll just say this. I will just say oh, this. Oh, just say this. You know where that's going. Anybody who saw the picture of the four of us canoodling. Canoodling. <laughs> this past Saturday morning while drinking mimosas might think that there already could have been some sort of shenanigans going on. Can amongst I just the ask, four of us. why have I not been invited to one of your little gatherings? Mace, he doesn't like you. No, that's not true at all. No, I like. True. I've that never met r- 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 Rachel. Neither have I. Well, she's coming to the twelfth or twelfth annual. She's coming to the First inaugural annual. Mandy Awards on June twenty fourth, and she invited my partner from that day specifically just for that day and right. that weekend. Just a friend. Just a friend. That's Wait, Morale, yeah. Morales, you have a girlfriend now? No. See, this is the problem, Scott. This is what you've started. Yeah. This. Is I what just happened. looked at the picture. Obviously, we've been friends for. We've been. 
friends and known each other for many years. Friends with air quotes? Sometimes you're friends with air quotes. Sometimes you're just friends. You know how these things friends. go. Mace, you know how these things go sometimes. Yeah, I, I do. Right. But here's what happened, Mace. You'll notice that the two ladies are sitting next to each other, right? Yeah. So what happened is these two got down like long-lost sisters. Now they're – because Rachel is owns an accounting firm, and this young lady whose name will remain off the air for now um, until there's an official announcement of, of, of the relationship um, – this young lady, hey, I have this business thought. I got, and, and so now the next thing you know is like, well, you can do the marketing for me, and I can do the accounting for you, and now these two are in business together. Interesting. So and- let me tell you this. Sunday morning, we're having coffee in the hotel. She mm-hmm. says, oh, what are the Mandy Awards, and can I come? And I looked at her and said, how do you know about the Mandy Awards? Because she doesn't listen or, or really know anything about that. Oh, Rachel told me all about them. It sounds like so much fun. Thanks, Cap. Yeah. See? Thanks, yeah, Cap. right. Morales's girlfriend. I cannot wait to meet. Hey, no, Morales, but we should thing. all get together. We should. Unbelievable. We should all get together. Kaplan, Rachel, wait, 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 wait. Sedano, Mrs. Sedano, Kelly, you know, me, you know Morales' girlfriend, Morales, Juan. Do you know why Morales is all bent out of shape about this? Because mm. Key's going to be there. Oh, that's right. Oh, and I follow Key around like a little puppy dog. Yeah. Right. right. <laughs> Key's, that is, that is a Key's good got Morales on a leash. He does. I had to plan his whole kid's birthday party for tomorrow. <laughs> he did. Yeah, this is a real story. Tell that story. So I, so all of a sudden, I, I call Chris, and he's just like, I'm like, oh, I just got off the phone with Key. I'm like, oh, yeah, what's going on there? And he's like, he's like, yeah, I had to plan some party. He called me, hey, can you uh, plan my kid's party at some, uh, some restaurant? So we've got Yard House like, first. Then yeah. we've got the suite tomorrow night. There's yeah. kids from everywhere. Oh, this kid wants Sprite. This kid only wants popcorn. I'm like, guys. Are you his personal assistant? I, this week I have been. And then his beautiful wife, Jennifer, is calling me. Hey, Chris, can we make sure this is lined up? I'm like, okay. Do we have balloons? I'm like, I'll call somebody for balloons. Well, wow. let's all get together this week. And let Key and uh, and his wife, me, Juan, Morales, you and your girlfriend. I don't have a girlfriend. Well, you had one that day. Yeah, I had one that weekend. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you're your part-time girlfriend. Well, there, as somebody once said, part-time lover, the great Stevie Wonder. Uh, Sedano and, well, I'm sorry, George, Kelly. what's your wife's name? Kelly? Yeah. The I'm lovely gonna be, Kelly. I'm going to be out of town this week. I'm going to be out of town for a while, too, I think. Well, then, oh, really, you are? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, then it's just me, Juan, <laughs> Cap, No, and but you and Rachel. Rachel. Right, yeah, you can yeah, do yeah. that. Maybe you can go on one of those boats that uh, Cap goes on, you know? Maybe you'll meet Canelo Alvarez. Cap is friends with Canelo Alvarez. Could be that maybe Al Michaels shows up one day. Right. Jim oh. Lampley shows up. The greatest bit that will ever happen to this radio station, and I've told Corporate Greg, I've told Producer Lindsay, it when Al Michaels comes on Sedano and Cap's show. Yeah. Oh, it'll be so I good. think that literally we will all get a text from Mace that day, you've lost a friend, dot, dot, dot. I, you know, Why? i got to be honest. The time to get Al Michaels was before no, the Super Bowl. He's going to be starting Thursday Night Football. Thursday Night Football. But wait, I think yeah. Ma- I don't think Mace would be so upset. Oh, and he would be. No, I don't know. No, 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 I don't no, know. I would not be upset. By Mace and I just did kind of what you call in the industry a guest trade, if you will. Yes, we absolutely did. Right. I, he is friends with Spencer Garrett, who plays uh, Chick Hearn on Winning Time, and you he came on to my podcast. Pop podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah I <laughs> the play. Yeah. I'm his producer, Amazing. like your Key's personal assistant. Well, that's Keyshawn Johnson, number one overall pick, Super Bowl yeah. champion. That's true, but LA's you're ta- native son. But you're talking about Steve Mason, Man of Troy. Who, six to ten a.m. tomorrow morning. I mean, eighteen years on seven ten, right? Yeah, but his deal's Absolutely. coming up at the end of June. Yeah, well, that's true. up June uh, June the thirtieth. Thirtieth. If you're yeah. scoring really? at home, June the thirtieth, the <laughs> deal be is the retirement up. If you're scoring party. at home, why are you listening to yeah. us? By the way, you know, I can, can I just mention because I know we're at some point going to wrap up. Purgatory. But the show never stops, Mace. The show never stops. So I don't know if you guys have heard this, and maybe you would start something similar. Uh, we've got uh, what we call our. Ri- <laughs> 
our Reddit neighborhood. And uh, if you follow Reddit us on Reddit, I think Russian spies are in the Reddit Mason neighborhood. Mason and Ireland 710, there is stuff going down. I'm telling you, it's stuff that we would never say stuff on the air or down. never say in a public setting like Twitter. This is like all private So you want to laugh? You want to laugh? My yeah, favorite do. thing yesterday. I, I, I want to find the God, I know where this is going. That Kaplan sent out yesterday. So Kaplan sends out this tweet yesterday, and he tweets at me. I'm at the game. I'm doing the Clippers Suns game and the game's a blowout so i'm checking my social media whatever no big deal it's like so he tweets at me and here it is oh it's a picture of of me making a weird face as i'm talking doing my my sideline hit to start the game and it's a picture of him with his head looking like it's three times bigger than it normally is because he was on they were showing an old game on nfl network and he was on the sideline for it so he wrote, hey, Sedano and Cap Community, our man George is on the Clippers-Suns game. And for some reason, the NFL Network was replaying Chargers-Chiefs uh, NFL on CBS game, hashtag hair. Um, and, and then I wrote back to him. I said, do you realize you did not actually post this in the community? Like, you post this for everyone to see on Twitter. <laughs> and then he wrote back. He goes, do you realize you did not post this in the community? I and just I wrote, said that. And I wrote back. <laughs> and I wrote back. Nope. Do you listen sometimes, Cap? Yes, like, just just kind of talks mean, and you just oh my God, drown out. Please, somebody cut that up because that is exactly my existence on a daily basis. But here's the thing. I was just getting to the nope part. You left off the nope. Right. But you could have just said, nope. I said, no. Instead nope. of repeating exactly what I just said. Well, I did. You're not. <laughs> I repeated <laughs> it. Is corporate Greg still in the uh, community? As yeah. Man? I, I, I am currently. Bergman, are you okay. in the community? I, I heard the community is open now. Well, no. It was Anybody a, it was can a, go a, in. It was something happened. Anybody can go in, but we can kick you out. Mm. I'm surprised Producer I haven't Wendy's been kicked kicked somebody out already. Well, you yeah, know what I say? I don't want to be in any club that will have me. Let's even kick someone out. Yeah, Lindsay kicked somebody out over pizza. Uh, Lindsay's, well, Lindsay's know, a hard ass. She thinks Cleveland pizza is better than L.A. pizza. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah she maybe does. it is. It is. <laughs> Mace, oh, there she you, is. Mace, what are you wearing tomorrow for the big broadcast at Clearman's Galley? Oh, yeah. Galley that gets started at 10 a.m., 7512 Rosemead Boulevard in the city of San Gabriel. Dodger tomorrow. jersey. Clayton Kershaw jersey, man. What, yeah. what number? 22. There you go. That's good White, for you. you blue, or gray? Numbers. White. Okay. Hat or no hat? Hat. Definitely hat. Got Definitely my Dodgers hat. hat warming it up right now. Okay. I have a quick question. What it- if, if Clinton Yates is going to fill in for George tomorrow and Clinton Yates is going to be the judge, shouldn't me and Lindsay also show up and then just do the show from there as well? Yeah, why not? I'm sure I'm Morales, the great Amanda Brown is, is listening, and if she wants to approve the additional costs, that's up to her. Oh, there's additional that's, costs. She's the boss. Not Dude, me I bring that. my own stuff. Look wait at me. Wait a minute. Captain, wait, 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 Nobody thought of that. You no, know, because we didn't know that Clinton, we didn't know Sedano, Sinana, that you were going to be off tomorrow. So that sort of. This well, is all your because fault, Because I'm taking a flight to the East Coast, and what the hell do I know if I'm not going to be delayed or whatnot? So. I'm not upset with anybody. I'm just saying if you want to have that conversation. Just so I say you let decision. Kaplan bring the good stuff. I'm, I'm not going on the record because when this turns into it costs us an extra set amount of money, I don't want them blaming me. I mean, like, Kaplan can pay for it. He's already No way. Pay. Sedano should pay for it because he's the <laughs> one who screwed the whole thing up. Actually, Mason should pay for it because he's, he's swindled you into his fantasy league. Right. Swindled you. Have you transferred? Like, how does that go? Is that a Venmo? Is that a transfer, a wire transfer? Yeah, we, haven't, we haven't even gotten to that we part haven't, We haven't settled. I'm still I mean, walking Kaplan, Justin no through putting the roster knows. together. 
There's no way he knows how to use Venmo or anything like that. Well, if somebody could send me a Venmo request, that would be helpful. Okay, we'll do that. We'll do that. Do hey, by still? the way, did I met, did I met, on this day in 1975, the way we were, Barbara Streisand. Oh, that's really? a good, that's a good and number. That the was National Cinnamon was Roll Day. Take it away. No, it's actual Sedano. National Burrito Day. What's oh, your oh, burrito? Yeah, National Beer Day? It's also it's National burrito. Beer Day. Yeah. What's your favorite burrito, Mace? We'll get yours because I know you're leaving in a moment. Mm, burrito Supreme stops. from Taco Bell. No. Oh, good. that's good. Oh, oh, ultimate good. The Anglo sized it. Come on, it's the ultimate stone food. No, no, no. Anglo-sized no, it. Let the me tell you something. Bell Let me take it east. Reminds me of Taco Bell. <laughs> if you want I the mean, best fast food burrito, not uh, traditional, not authentic, like East L.A. or Boyle Heights or anything like that. Miguel no, if you're going to go to, like, Boyle Heights, you got to go to, like, what is El, Te- El Tepeyac? Is that what it's called? Tepeyac. Yes, El Tepeyac. Yes, that's right. That's right. You have yeah. no idea what the hell is. Is that related to the about? one off the 60 freeway? Uh, yeah, Cap, you got it. You totally got it. There's a few. There's a few. El Tepeyac, yeah, off the 60 freeway in the city of industry. That's what I was thinking. Yeah, yeah. But also, a Miguel Jr.'s, which those those are popping up. They have a very nice burrito that's, again, Americanized, but it's not like Taco Bell. It's it's a little bit more authentic mm-hmm. on the on the side. So. Okay. How about Try- Sonora Town right there? Hmm? Oh. Well, Sonora style. If you search best burrito in LA, Sonora Town is the one that comes up. Get out of here! Yeah, because Sonora style is better than uh, all the yeah, other yeah, styles. Yeah, yeah. Well, because Bergman doesn't like beans. No, and I like no. I like uh, the different tortillas. Like, I like the flour tortillas. He likes the flour tortilla for the tacos, and we si. said those are not tacos. It's not un burrito. See, si, it's un burrito. It's still a burrito. It's si. also National No Housework Day. Oh, oh, that's nice. good. Oh, that's, yeah. that's a good day for all of us. I that's feel helpful. Like, yeah. I'm going to honor it. I don't think Juan is. <laughs> well, Juan needs to check himself. I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> we got to find that drop. That Dave Roberts drop is, is fantastic. No, but Mace, so which which one was better, like, do you think? Like, the the dismissal, the, the dismissiveness. <laughs> uh, which which dismissal or dismissiveness was better? Was it uh, McVeigh or Roberts? Well, it's good. Well, well let's listen to him. Uh, okay. This is, uh, I asked Sean McVay if the Rams have become too Cooper Cup reliant. No, not really. That's what I got from McVay. And then with uh, Roberts, I said, um, so I'm assuming that because uh, 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 Gavin Lux is now eligible to play, that the, the offense is going to be more about him. Am I reading that right? Well, you're not. <laughs> oh well, you're, you're not. That's tough. See, I like that Dave Roberts gave you like McVeigh was very like direct. No, not really. And and Roberts gave you a little snark. I feel like. Well, Am I reading that right? Not. Well, you're not. You're not. I thought he was, Roberts was nicer about it than McVeigh was. McVeigh was direct. Yeah. And Roberts was a little bit more. Uh, sensitive about well, thoughtful the, I, about I mean it. the way he talks Dave Roberts you know he says things like organic nice you know he uses nice words like that yeah and he's very open and honest and he, he just I mean he just really today sounded so yeah. soothing I loved yeah. listening to that interview today um by the way since we were talking about tacos and burrito or burritos today burrito. Burrito day, there's a place <laughs> close, in downtown LA and Laura you can't dump it because this is the exact name of the place oh, get yourself ready oh my god hold oh, up oh come on now Pinches Tacos, okay? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. In downtown LA. Oh, yeah. yeah, it's great. Okay. So it's you okay, can't Laura? That's one. all right. It's okay. Can't dump it. It's a real name. It is a real name, and it's okay. Oh, I, oh damn. I mean, I haven't like been the there place I think I I four years ago. It was okay, but again, yeah, exactly. I'm, I'm, you know, it's okay. Yeah. Hey, guys. I'd, On I'd, this day back in 1989, Mace, yeah. Major League was released in theaters. Oh, that no, was back probably when Mace was owning theaters, so he probably ran oh, it. Oh, for sure. He ran that movie, exactly. Yeah. 
You made did? a lot of money off that movie. Definitely. Now, when you ran, ran a movie theater, did you get, like, like how would the movies arrive for the projector? Like, how far in advance? I'm curious. Well, you know, it, was, it became different, right? For a while, you were getting film canisters that you would right. put. Then it became digital. So, for all intents and purposes, movie theaters are now emailed their movies. Oh, wow. Uh, I didn't know they're that. They're digitally conveyed. There is no film anymore at a movie theater. Shame. Yeah, it's all digital projection. Yeah, there used yeah, to be that when weird you're... room in the back, you know, where there's a kid up there and he's stoned and he's <laughs> and he's like, you know, putting in the reels, you know what I mean? He's <laughs> slicing the tape and <laughs> right. splicing it together. And then Did all you of a sudden the middle like of the a, movie goes out. Did you ever have a film canister problem when you were in movie theaters? Ever have a... Like a just a, a film mishap? When the movie was running. Like oh, the, God, yeah. The, when you were using real film, when you're using digital, there were no issues. When right. you're using film, it would snap. Uh, you would, because uh, you, you'd have to tape it together. You'd have to splice it together. Right. Uh, well, you know, when you see that uh, in old movies where you see that big uh, white dot that happens at the upper right-hand corner of the screen, yeah. that's where when the, the canister is about <laughs> to change. Well, film tells the story, as Jack Horner once said, so, you know. Guys, I, I look. I know what? it's National what? Beer Day. I what? know what it's do you have to do? all that what? stuff. I, He's got to go home. It's four twenty. It's four twenty. Oh, it's four twenty. That should be the late oh. bit. Yeah. Is that we hold Mace over till four twenty? Till four twenty. Yeah. yeah. Two minutes late. So, yeah. guys, <laughs> what do we got in the canister today? What that canister? I think I'm still on the uh, Granddaddy Purple OG. Oh, oh Mace, I'm going to turn you on to something. Yeah, Mace, I'm going to turn you on to something new that I don't think you've tried. And it's no, all... Mace doesn't like sativa. Like no, I don't like sativa. You like sativa? I need to be hardcore indica. No, no, no. I like indica. Only sativa, no. Or a nice hybrid. No, no but I, now I'm you still... know why Cap gets all like jittery because he's on sativa. You're on yeah. sativa, Cap. sativa. At yeah, all like times. his his eyes are bouncing all over yeah, the place. Like right crazy, now. right? Yeah. All times. Yeah, yeah. All right, we'll see Mace tomorrow, 1 p.m. Clearman's Galley. All right, Mace. Excited. Hold it down, guys. I got to rush out to my car so I can hear your next segment. Yeah, we got to go to break then, too, soon. All right. Uh, See ya. All right. There. There you go. All right. That's the Ah! Was that Bergman? No, that was Mason playing Sliwa trying to growl. Ah! With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! 
loved. The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the hypnotic team. Every season is hypnotic and tequila season. Hypnotic liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. And it is Sedano and Cap here Thursday. Live imaging continues this week. On this day, back in 1990, Cap, mm-hmm. the number one hit, Taylor Dane, Love Will Lead You Back. Oh, I love this song. I'm sure you do. We're live from Black Gold in Yerba Linda, the golf course. We had an event today. Everybody, the rest of the crew's in their normal spots. Cap's wearing a great Sunday swagger polo, and he was very upset before the break, Sedano. Mm-hmm. You proclaimed, oh, here he comes, here he comes, here comes Taylor Dane. Oh, not yet. The city of Downey's the greatest city in Southern California. You said that, right, Sedano? Yeah, I did. I think he's right. I was conceived in Downey. Did you know that, Cap? I did not know that. I yeah. had no idea. There you go. Is this a video you're doing? I am. Okay, cool. Sit down with Cap. Thing. Continues now. You know, I saw Taylor Day not long ago. Really? Yep. Uh, this is when UCLA was playing uh, North Carolina State in the Holiday Bowl. But remember what happened. UCLA's football team all got COVID, so they bailed on the game. But the night before the game, there was this big concert at Petco Park where the game was going to be played, and Taylor Dane rocked the house. All right. Well, that's excellent. Why did you object to Downey being the greatest city in Southern California? Did you not know it was with the birthplace of the Apollo space program? And it uh, had the uh, it's the home of the oldest operating McDonald's in the world. The original McDonald's. I, I didn't know yeah. that. Um, it, it really had something to do with that story a few weeks ago about the uh, the place that oh, was going to try and uh, open up. Uh, yeah. And they wouldn't. And, locals. The, and yeah. the people were like, you know, no, protesting but just a, a couple of Karens doing that. But it doesn't mean the city's not great. Well, listen, I'm not saying the city's not great. I'm just saying, is it the number one city? I mean, is that like a declaration that everybody knows? I mean, like, I mean in, in my world, it is. Oh, okay. It's a great city. Okay. I'm not taking anything away from them. Anything I'm sure you need in wonderful. life, you can find in Downey. Is that right? Facts. I spent a lot of time. Uh, my listen, bank is in Downey. There, there are two cities like that, I think, um, in the Southland. Let me guess. Uh, personally. Downey uh-huh. and Torrance. Damn. Torrance, bro. Yeah. I'm telling you. And for you Orange can... County people, Tustin Avenue and Orange. You okay. can find anything you need. Yeah, Tustin and uh, Orange. Yeah, uh, Orange. Los Callejones in LA, I'm just saying. Los See. Callejones. See. There you go. Yeah. Uh, but Torrance and Downey, man, you literally, I'm telling you, you need something, you can find it there. There is something for everyone in those cities. So then, so Downey's number one, Torrance is number two? Uh, yes. You yes. didn't know the official rankings, that's all. Yeah. Well, he said the greatest – he already did it before we went, went to – I know, I, just didn't know I, I didn't know that was an accepted thing. You know, I didn't know that everybody just walked around going, you know, L.A.'s great, but Downey's number one. Okay, and then well, everybody else Well, you know why? Because those two line. cities are cities of the people. And this is the show of the people on the station of the people. Correct. Well said. Very well said. Exactly. All right. So, I mean, anywho. The, the way you said it, just it sounded so definitive. I didn't know. All right, listen, I, I have made that happen. All right, so – in the next segment, yeah. we are go- now. Remember, I, we we told the story the other day. There's a guy who I loved following his work that covers the Dodgers. His name is Blake Harris. Um, he wrote for this big Dodger blog, uh, which I won't name anymore because they let him go. And Blake Harris is my favorite Dodger writer. Young guy does a you know writes a lot, does a podcast. Uh, I follow him on Twitter because I love his Dodger work. So he wrote that he was let go, that he was basically, um, you know, laid off from this uh, website. Not even so basically, I, like truly laid off. Yeah. So I, I told him, hey, do you want to just be our insider? You come on every Thursday and we'll talk Dodgers with you. So he will. And he started his own uh, website. Like a lot of people, everybody's going to Substack now to create yep. like a subscription-based model. So if you go, its name is Blake Harris, B-L-A-K-E, uh, Harris, H-A-R-R-I-S. And he's on Substack. So if you go to Substack and you just type in Blake Harris, you'll find his Dodger stuff. Um, so 
He is going to be our Dodgers insider. He's going to join us for his first appearance, his maiden voyage, uh, at 440, so in about eight minutes or so. Do you know, but, George, do you know that, that when you and I started to talk about this this afternoon, I mean, I knew you had sent that tweet out last week, and then you and I were talking on the way up here. I was driving up, and I said, well, you know, I'd like to talk to this young fella, if you don't mind, you know? So I reached out to him. I said, hey, man, call me. And, George, we had a lovely and wonderful introductory first impression kind of conversation. I think people are going to like this guy. I like him, at least so far. Okay. All right. Good. So Blake is going to join us in about eight minutes. Uh, in the interim. <laughs> just wanted to um, say that, Chris. In the interim, so this Lakers game today, bro. Mm. I mean, you want to talk about anticlimactic. And, by the way, Adam Silver – I, I'm glad he said what he said. Did you see what Adam Silver said? I didn't tell me what he said. Adam Silver said we've got to figure out a way to have our stars play a larger complement of games. Well, what's he want LeBron and AD to do? Go out there on their bum no, no, wheels No, 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 but play? he's not talking about just guys who are actually hurt. Oh. He's talking about guys who are taking rest days still and, you know, claiming that they've got this injury, that injury, or whatever. And, look, the only way around it, and he didn't rule it out, is less games. And I know that less regular season games. And I know that John Ireland tells Steve Mason all the time, and he might have said it today, where he was like, yeah, but the owners, that's a non-starter. Well, here's the thing. If the league gets this midseason tournament through cap, you know what that brings? More revenue? Because of the TV dollars. Oh. So you spread those TV dollars out to the teams. Let's say, look, if I were the NBA, I would do no more than 72 regular season games. And I would actually, I liked when they did 66 during the lockout shortened season. The problem is that they did that in 120-some-odd nights because they had, you know, they were trying to catch up. They started on Christmas. This was back in 2011. So I think they should, what they should do is no more back-to-backs. That way there's no more, like, the, the, no one can sit here and say, oh, you know, it's hard. He's old, older player. Want to rest him on a back-to-back. You rule that out, and you play somewhere between 66 and 72 games and just make up the money with the TV money. You spread that money out. Uh, based on the revenue, because every game basically brings in at least a million dollars of revenue for each team. So, you know, if you're, let's say it's 10 games, let's make it 72. So that's $10 million. Okay, well, then you got to make sure that the midseason tournament is going to net at each team at least $10 million. So let me just understand this, though. You go down to a 72-game season, and you're into your last two or three games, and you're eliminated from the playoffs – and what no, they no, think no. LeBron and AD are going to no, play? Cap, They're going to suck it up. Cap, Cap, you're not, you're not avoiding the last game or two. That's always going to happen. But the problem is, it's not just the last game or two. It's happening all the time, where stars are choosing to sit out. Correct in big games on national television. I mean, Adam Silver tried to implement like an issue, like a thing where they had to play on these nationally televised games that they couldn't sit out for, uh, you know, rest or whatever in those games. Like he's tried everything. To me, that's the that's the way to do this. Smaller number of regular season games. You make this mid season tournament a thing. And here's what I would do because I heard Ireland um, mention this. I caught the tail end of him saying that the mid season tournament winner should have some sort of uh, benefit, right? I think you should. The midseason tournament team should be the four seed automatically, no matter who it is that wins. You have an East and a West representative in the finals of the midseason tournament. The East and West representative, they get the four seed in the uh, in in the in the in the playoffs. That way, they it, it means something. It means home court advantage at least in the first round. I understand this gripe, but I'm with Ireland. I don't think the owners are giving up ten games. Yeah, I, I only, but if you find a way to get the money, why not?
Hi, this is ESPN's Mike Greenberg, and ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sports book of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today, and new users get $100 in bonus bets for making any sports book bet. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. And it is Sedano and Cap, live imaging Thursday on this day back in 2007. The number one hit, Akon. Cap, it don't matter. That's what I always say. Exactly right, homeboy. Sedano and Cap continues now. Thank you, Christopher. So we were talking about the Dodgers. Dodgers get going tomorrow. We told you our friend Blake Harris, make sure you subscribe to his Substack. stack. Uh, he is going to be our Sedano and Cap Dodgers insider. Uh, will join us every Thursday. Uh, it's 4.40 today because we're off early because of the Lakers today. But in theory, we're probably going to do 5.40 most weeks as long as Blake is good with that. Blake, thank you for joining us, man. Appreciate it. Hey, guys. Uh, welcome. Thank you for having me. Uh, looking forward to talking some Dodgers with you guys. A- absolutely. As as are we because, you know, look, we are a mile wide and uh, an inch thick around here because we got to do a million different things and talk about a million different things. Yeah. Uh, I-, I love watching the Dodgers. To me, it's the – I love baseball because I can watch it and kind of do other things. So, and this team is obviously very easy to root for. But look, they've had a ton of additions this off season. They've subtracted some players. Uh, tell me how you feel about the flow of the additions versus the subtractions. Yeah, I mean, this has probably been one of the busiest off seasons in recent memory for the Dodgers. I mean, the players they've lost: Corey Seager, Kenley Jansen, Max Scherzer, and a bunch of other you know crucial players from last season. I mean, for a lot of teams, that would be a detrimental offseason. But you counter that by, you know, signing Freddie Freeman, you know, one of the best first basemen in all of baseball. They recently acquired Craig Kimbrell, who has, you know, been one of the best closers in baseball the last 10 years. So, you know, some really, really tough losses for the Dodgers this offseason. But the crazy thing is, and what we've seen them do in years past, they just find a way to acquire talent. And although they lost some potential future Hall of Famers, they somehow found a way to actually make their team better uh, this offseason, which is truly remarkable considering all, you know, all the players they lost. All right, Blake, um, I'm going to start off because today's your first day on the show. So all my friends whose names are Blake, I call them Balake. Does everybody call you Balake? <laughs> no, nobody calls him that. I, I have been getting that ever since the sketch came out when I was in high school. Everywhere, oh, okay. I mean – probably three out of four people when I meet him for the first time or even someone that's a complete stranger, they will call me Balake. And luckily I love it. Yeah, um, I think people, it's they get oh nervous. They get nervous because I guess they don't know if I'm familiar with the sketch, but yeah, no, I, I get it more than you think. And I absolutely love it. I think. All, it's right, all right. All right. Blake, I'm just warning you, you are encouraging him and this yes. will, this will be a disaster <laughs> right. later on, but right. go right because, ahead. Enjoy right. It. Because, because now from now on, now that I know that you like it and that people do it, now I can call you what I call my other friend's name, Blake. I can call you Balake. Okay, go ahead. Right, call so, him Balake. So, Balake, here's the deal. <laughs> the thing I'm concerned about is this. You know, yes, they added Freddie Freeman, okay, but I'm still thinking to myself, I know who pitchers A, B, and C are. I heard Dave Roberts earlier today with Mason and Ireland. Go to four and five. What are they going to do in the starting rotation at four and five? Yeah, I mean, for the Dodgers, being as good as they are, the starting rotation certainly looks like a weak point. At this point early on in the season, it looks like they're 4-5. They're going to go with Tony Gonsolin and Andrew Heaney. 
Um, Tony Gonsolin, he would probably be a number two or a number three for a majority of teams across baseball, but we haven't really seen him yet in his big league career be fully stretched out as a starter where this is a guy you can rely on to give you five, six innings every time out. Certainly a really good option, but I think the Dodgers are going to be relying heavy on that bullpen early on. And Andrew Heaney, this is a guy where we've seen him pitch, you know, in L.A. for the Angels the last few years. He has the potential to be a really good pitcher, has really good strikeout numbers, really low walk numbers. But he allows, I think, you know, more home runs than any other starter out there. But if the Dodgers were able to tap into his potential and limit the long ball, I think, you know, he'll be a pretty good number five option. But again, those are two big ifs with Gonsolin and with Andrew Heaney. But the good thing is the Dodgers, again, have one of the best bullpens in all of baseball. So they have that to back them up. But, yeah, I definitely was a little surprised the Dodgers didn't go and either sign a free agent or acquire a starter. Um, entering the season because having three really good starters is great. But yeah, I, I do have a little bit of concern with the four and five, but it's a long season. So I'm sure they'll have plenty of time to uh, figure that out by the time October rolls around. Blake Harris with us here. He's going to be our Dodger insider here on Sedano and cap every Thursday. Uh, follow him on Twitter at Blake Harris. TBLA is where you find him and check out his Substack. Make sure you subscribe there to get the latest Dodger info. Uh, and he will also have a weekly podcast, I believe, there as well. So make sure you check out all the work and support all the work that he's doing there. So let me ask you about that bullpen, though. Who do you believe or how do you believe they will handle the high leverage innings when it comes to that particular bullpen? So... All, uh, all off season, you know, they were talking about who's exactly going to be the go-to guy. And, you know, Kenley Jansen was a free agent. Uh, my closer, now and forever, I'll always love Kenley Jansen. But the Dodgers were hesitant to pretty much explain what exactly the plan was. And once Kenley Jansen left, it kind of seemed like it was going to be a closer by committee. Essentially, they were going to play matchups, you know, bring in Blake Trinan for the ninth, the eighth, maybe Alex Fessia. But now by acquiring Craig Kimbrell, he'll be their go-to guy in the ninth inning. And I think the Dodgers are going to do what we've seen them do in years past, where they're not going to have your prototypical setup man, not your prototypical eighth inning guy. They're just going to play it based on matchups. So I think you're going to see, you know, a number of guys coming in in unique, different situations. I wouldn't be surprised to see, again, like Blake Trinan pitch a sixth inning or whether it's pitching the eighth inning. So the Dodgers, they're really creative when it comes to this. They're one of the best teams in all of baseball when it comes to utilizing how they finish games with their bullpen. So adding Craig Kimbrell made things a lot easier. But, I mean, I, I think this makes the Dodgers even more deadly because they have three or four guys that could be potential closers on any other team in baseball. And you have them coming out in the sixth, seventh, and eighth inning. So I really think the Dodgers' strength this year, I know a lot of people talk about their starting lineup, but I honestly think their bullpen actually might be their biggest strength. I think Craig Kimbrell, by the way, everybody, if you've never really ever paid attention to him before, you're going to love the way he delivers. You know how like certain <laughs> right. pitchers have really bizarre deliveries? Like Even Clayton Kershaw has a really strange delivery that can get super annoying. Kenley Jansen had some weird stuff that he did, weird rituals before he pitched. But Craig Kimbrell, right, Blake? I mean, this guy, the way he stands there, he hovers, he bends down, his arm hangs. I mean, you're going to be sitting there fixated on it like, what's he doing exactly? But then it's going to grow on you and be like, that's really weird but cool. About a week ago, or whenever the Dodgers acquired him, I had about like a 15-minute discussion with my girlfriend where we were trying to figure out how does this benefit him? Why does he do it? Because we were even trying to like, you know, stand the way he does. And we're like, how does this work? But apparently, you know, he has nearly 400 career saves. So whatever he does, it's working. But yeah, if you've never seen Craig Kimbrell stance, either watch a Dodgers game or 
go to YouTube because I guarantee it's unlike anything you've ever seen a pitcher do before. So, all right, let, let's talk about this lineup, right? Everyone knows it's, you know, everyone's sitting here talking about it's the, in, in this incredible lineup. Jeff Passan, our colleague here at ESPN, is saying it's the best lineup he's seen perhaps in a quarter century. How can this lineup live up to the billing? Like, what would have to be the benchmarks in regards to some of these guys that you see in this lineup? How would they meet those expectations? Yeah, I mean, all I mean, ever since especially the Freddie Freeman sign, you've been seeing, you know, these top guys saying, is this the greatest lineup, you know, we've ever seen? Is this the greatest lineup in the history of baseball? So already, I mean, they have a, a tough standard to live up to. I think for the most part, just as long as they're able to stay healthy, I think that there could be no problems with this lineup because we've seen in years past, especially last year. I mean, there was a stretch where the Dodgers were rolling out a one through nine of five or six guys that should have been minor leaguers. And that was affecting the numbers that was affecting the lineup. So as long as they're able to stay healthy and obviously over the course of 162 game season, you're not going to have all nine guys in your starting lineup healthy throughout the entire year. But as long as they're able to keep, you know, seven or so of their main guys healthy in that starting lineup, I think it's really going to be beneficial for them because when you got, when you have these guys that are, you know, so familiar with certain spots in the batting order, um, having certain guys hitting before or behind them, I think it really does affect them mentally where they know, okay, Trey Turner's on second. All I got to do is hit a single and he's going to, he's going to score. So I think as long as they're able to stay healthy and have, you know, that familiarity, I think it's going to be really beneficial for the Dodgers. And, you know, it's tough to put predictions on minus, but assuming everything goes right, I think this uh, starting lineup is going to set major league records in regards to scoring, hits, home runs, because one through nine, you can make the case. All nine of these guys could be all-stars, you know, in 2022. So it really is a scary lineup, and hopefully we get to see them fully healthy for majority of the season. You know, George, um, Blake here seems like a seems like a pretty cool guy, doesn't he? You like him? Yes, Balake, as you like to call yeah, him. Yeah, Balake. He seems like a pretty nice guy, right? Making his first appearance on the show seems like a good guy, right? Yeah, and clearly he knows what the hell he's talking about more than you and I, that's for sure. Well, that's why we brought him on. So I'm talking to him off-air earlier today, kind of getting a little acquainted. And I ask him, I say, so what are you, man? Are you like a lifelong Dodger fan? Is, you know, this was your dream to kind of cover the team? And he said to me, he goes, hey, um, I don't mean to make you feel old, but, yeah, since the early 2000s, I've been following this team for a really long time. And I was like, oh, dude. Like, like it was very nice, Blake. I mean, you, you tried to, like, let me down nicely, you know, that, that you're such a young guy covering the team. Thank you for that. Hey, you know, I had to do what I had to do, you know. I mean, you're young at heart, and that's all that matters. It's true, man. I tell everybody I'm millennial. Oh, even, he, yeah, th- yeah. This guy, this is my guy right here now, George. Yeah, yeah. You and Balake are going to be uh, all right. in lockstep. All of you a don't even yeah. understand. You know I what, Balake? You'll, uh, you'll, 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 you'll be rolling your eyes soon enough when he sits there and he's <laughs> like, you know, 55 years old or whatever the hell he is, <laughs> trying to talk like his 19-year-old kids. So, well, you know, I'll just say this, Blake. Quickly. Blake, I'll just say this. I think Freddie Freeman is going to slay. I think that Mookie oh Betts God. is lit. And I think that Cody Bellinger is going to have a year that is fire. That's all I'm saying. You're so, you're so stupid. It's that true. was spot on. And, I mean, I, I would think you're one of the boys right now after hearing that. I mean, you sound like one of the boys right now. See? See? I, I get it. See that, George? Yeah, I mean, I guess. I, again, I think that everyone is always um, – curious about you at first and then they realize oh my god it's just cap being cap but we all you know this is why we love you to be honest with you appreciate that all right so real quick one last thing before we let you go and thank you so much again follow him on twitter at blake harris tbla is where you find him on twitter and he's got uh his his new website up it's on substack so just go to substack 
uh, or blakeharris.substack.com or go to Substack and just type in Blake Harris in the search and you'll find it. Is the Does the Substack have an actual name, though? No, I, I see, I'm not great with tech and everything, so I don't think there's, like, an actual official name. I call it Think and Blue with Blake Harris, but I don't think I can have, like, a creative domain or anything like that. So, yeah, I guess, like, Blake Harris Substack, but then again, uh, there are people that are much smarter with this stuff than me, but hopefully next time I can figure it out. But, yeah, Blake yeah. Harris. No, I'll, I'll, listen, Substack is, like a, is a great <laughs> – listen, my, my guy Mark Stein, who worked for us at ESPN, has like, this huge yeah. Substack going well, dude, on right now. How about Kareem Abdul-Jabbar? I mean, everything right. that Kareem yeah. does, he writes Everybody's on Substack. Everybody's going there. Yeah. So it's the right place to be. Trust me, you're doing yeah. that right. All right, last thing on the, uh, on the, on the lineup, <sighs> Cody Bellinger. Um, do you believe last year was an anomaly? Because baseball's cruel, man. It can do that to you. Uh, or do you believe the Dodgers have something really to be concerned about? You know, it really is tough because last year, Cody Bellinger, he was dealing with numerous injuries, so I don't think he ever really got going. And, again, in baseball, it's tough to explain to people that have never played. But, I mean, I really do think it's the toughest game out there. I think it's the most difficult mentally because it's hard to do. I mean, essentially, if you do your job three out of ten times, that's not great, but that's actually fantastic in baseball. So I think for him last year was just trying to recover from injuries in the postseason. He was, you know, one of the Dodgers best hitters. I mean, he turned things around and he was looking like the former MVP. I know a lot of people have been kind of on him this spring, um, you know, really looking in depth on screen training numbers. I wouldn't be concerned. Um, I know he's been working with a couple of swings and that's the whole part of spring training, work things out, see what works. So I'm not too concerned, hopefully for Cody Bellinger, he can recapture what he did in the postseason last year. He can recapture what he did a couple years ago because when he's going, I mean, he's one of the you know top 15, top 20 players in all of baseball, and I'm not worried on him. And, you know, even if he's not what he was at the plate a couple years ago, he's still a gold-glove center fielder, which, you know, that is something that is really crucial for the Dodgers. So I think he's going to have a bounce-back season. I don't think he's going to put up MVP-like numbers that he did a couple years ago. But I definitely think he's the kind of guy that can hit 20, 25 home runs, you know, have an on-base percentage that's, you know, at a pretty good level. So I'm hopeful. Uh, Cody Bellinger, I, I think he's going to have a bounce-back season. And, again, if Cody Bellinger is the Dodgers' seventh or sixth best player in the starting lineup, that's a really good problem to have. So I believe in Cody Bellinger this year. Blake Harris will join us every week, so Balake. we're gonna we're gonna set set in on it. Balake, we're gonna set in on a time, uh, probably probably five forty on Thursdays. Uh, but today we're off early today because of the Lakers game. But Blake Harris TBLA is where you find him on Twitter. Go to his Substack blakeharris.substack.com. Uh, all the great writers are flocking to Substack, so he's one of them, and he'll be there. Trust me, you want Dodgers information? This is our guy, and he will be your guy too. Blake, thank you for the time. We'll talk to you again next week, pal. Really appreciate it, guys. Have a good weekend. Later, dog. You got it, man. You too. All right, real quick. Coming up next, Cap, I got to do a little State of the Lakers. We'll do that first. And by the way, when you're thinking of the Lakers, you probably want to uh, drink at this point, right? It's been a rough season.